James Montgomery Flagg was an American cartoonist and illustrator in the early 1900s. He had a decent career for a number of years until he painted one poster that defined his career and his life. I'm speaking, of course, about the famous military recruitment poster of Uncle Sam, I Want You for United States Army. It was painted in World War I to help uh, recruit, of course, soldiers into the Army, but has become one of the most famous images, I dare say, in American history. Uncle Sam pointing right at you, his finger and his eyes trained right on you, as if he's saying your country wants you and needs you, yes, you, right now. That's the idea of that famous poster. It really individualized the call and the need for soldiers in wartime. It wasn't just, I want all of you to join the U.S. Army. No, I want you, this person, looking at this poster right now to serve in the Army. It doesn't just generically address men of draft age. No, it was you and you alone. It was a remarkably successful poster and has, of course, since become a cultural icon over the decades. And honestly, brothers and sisters, I was reminded of that poster when reading the gospel for today, Jesus' calling of Zacchaeus. When Jesus looks up at him and says, Zacchaeus, I mean to stay with you today. We often, again, as we heard a little bit vaguely in this gospel, think of it as Zacchaeus was the one seeking Jesus out. But really, in fact, it's the opposite. Yes, Zacchaeus climbed that sycamore tree because he was short in stature and was looking to see who Jesus was. But really, at the end of the day, it is Jesus who seeks out Zacchaeus and invites him. And this shows us, brothers and sisters, that the Christian life is one of God continuously seeking us out rather than the other way around. He is seeking us going after us, appealing to us. He is the one making the overtures and the requests. It is Christ who invites, proposes, and calls. And it is such a personal call, an individual and unique call for each and every Christian, just as it was unique to Zacchaeus. And that, of course, changed his life in this gospel. We know psychologically, brothers and sisters, personal appeals work. Just generically asking a group of people to do something doesn't normally bring about the same results as it does of asking a specific person. It's the reason why, if you've ever done like CPR training, they say you point to a specific person and tell them to call emergency services. Rather than just say, hey, someone call 911. No, you look at the person in the eye and say, you, call, the, call an ambulance. And that person is psychologically more likely to do the thing you are asking them to do. It's way more likely to get help, in fact. And so Jesus calls us collectively, yes, as a people, but also individually. Because he knows we are more likely to respond to him. But I also love what Jesus' seeking and calling does to Zacchaeus in this gospel. Because up until this point, Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector in Jericho and by definition was basically chief sinner, great sinner. But he is interested in Jesus. 
But it wasn't until Zacchaeus was truly seen by Jesus that he experienced that great conversion of hearts. It wasn't just that he was called out individually by Jesus. He was seen for who he truly was. He was seen as that lost sheep that Jesus is going out and looking for. Or that lost coin that Jesus was searching so diligently to find. Yes, Jesus was passing through that town and Zacchaeus was just a face in the crowd. But Jesus wanted him individually. And not just him, but really him with all of his strengths and talents. But also all of his weaknesses and failures. That's what Jesus was sort of pointing at. And he said, Zacchaeus, I mean to stay with you today. It's essentially Jesus saying that he knows who Zacchaeus is. Again, with all of his gifts and talents, but his weaknesses and faults as well. And he knows this about Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus had been seen by so many people for all of this time as just a great sinner and the sum of all of his faults. But Jesus knew exactly who Zacchaeus was. Yes, he had all of those faults and weaknesses, but he also probably had some gifts and talents as well. All of it beautifully coalescing in an imperfect human being. Again, we all desire to know another and to be known by another. And Zacchaeus experiences this in a wholly profound and unique way today. But thankfully, these words don't just apply to Zacchaeus, brothers and sisters. God wants you. Again, just like Uncle Sam wants you for the U.S. Army, God wants you with your specific talents and gifts, but also with your specific weaknesses and faults as well, just as he did for Zacchaeus. So often, we we struggle to see ourselves as as lovable, worthy of forgiveness, or even capable of living a life of grace. And Jesus, in this passage shows us that he sees us for who we truly are. He sees us as beloved sons and daughters, but also as sinners. Nothing more, nothing less. He sees us as needing salvation because of our failures, but also worthy of his divine love. Being called out and being seen by Jesus changed Zacchaeus' life. And it is something that you and I all need if we are going to know God better. You know, it's actually a common thing that I hear in the confessional. People struggling to understand God's forgiveness and mercy. Or even struggling to understand how God could love them. After struggling with sin. And I often tell people as part of their penance. Pray for the grace to see yourself as God sees you. Pray for the grace to see yourself as God sees you. It's the beginning of St. Ignatius' spiritual exercises to ponder the question of what does God see when he beholds you? Now, being, being known by God is a fact of life, brothers and sisters, and it isn't a bad thing. In fact, it's reassuring and wonderful because being seen and sought and known is what fulfills us at a deeper level, especially when it comes from the God of the universe himself. So today, let's maybe put ourselves in the position of Zacchaeus today in our prayer. And hear Jesus calling out to us individually by name. And experience being truly seen as we truly are by him. And know of God's care and concern for us, his children. For we have a God who comes to seek 
and to save the lost and seeks after us, not the other way around.